0: For decision the supreme court says it will allow border patrol agents to remove razor wire installed by the state of texas at the u.s mexico border the emergency request filed by the biden administration argued that texas was preventing border patrol from carrying out their duties again breaking news breaking news and border patrol will be allowed to cut down that razor wire as you see right there
3: I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask
1: yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Monday, 22 January, year of our Lord, 2024. Just when you were getting tired of winning... This has to happen. Come and remember, it's a multi-front, it's a 30-front war. The Supreme Court, 5-4, <laughs> to assist the illegitimate Biden regime in their invasion of the United States. I am not making that up, folks. Amy Comey Barrett with Roberts, the Bush uh, amnesty guy, uh, in with the bad guys in a 5-4 decision. I've got Jeff Clark. As soon as we get him up by phone, I'll go to Jeff. We're going to start with Mike Davis, who's here for a raft of issues this afternoon. Also, Tiffany Justice is going to join us on the lead story in Daily Mail this afternoon. It's her beatdown of our favorite, Joy Ann Reed, uh, about uh, about the uh, pornography, LGBTQ groomer pornography fed to little children in the country. We'll get to that in a second. I want to start with Mike Davis. Uh, Mike, help help me make sense of this, brother. How did how did a conservative court, the Thomas court, as I think we call it, um, vote five to four to allow the federal government to go in and cut wire that protects our nation and the great state of Texas, sir, from an invasion? Mike Davis.
4: Well, I think that it's because the Biden administration managed to pick off two of our weaker sisters in the conservative block, Chief Justice. John Roberts and Justice Amy Coney Barrett Amy Coney Barrett just 2 years ago put out a statement how the emergency docket the Democrats call the shadow docket should uh, be used very sparingly so it's truly a head scratcher that Justice Amy Coney Barrett joins the uh, the the three liberals and then the chief justice in this decision but really this is a pyrrhic victory For President Biden at the Supreme Court, he he basically strong-armed five Supreme Court justices to go along with his invasion of the southern border, but it's going to be President Joe Biden and his Democrats running on November 5th, 2024, who are going to pay the price from uh, cutting open razor wire and letting an illegal, uh, unvetted, unvettable fighting-age men from terrorist hellholes, letting in fentanyl, letting— these Democrat cities, these third world Democrat hell holes like New York and Washington, D.C. and Denver, Colorado and elsewhere get overrun by illegal economic migrants. I don't think that the Democrats, black voters, their base that votes 95 percent Democrat, likes it so much that their social services are being taken away. Their schools are being closed so they can let in illegal economic migrants from Venezuela. Uh, overrun their hospitals and schools and social services. So uh, the Democrats won a victory today in the shadow docket of the Supreme Court, but they're going to pay the price on November 5th, 2024.
1: Marco Rubio put out, and it's up on Getter with me right now. I've got up on Getter, I'd say mic drop. Marco Rubio put out a tweet where he said, hey, how can we be looking at a Senate bill next week, pushed push by Schumer and Biden that talks about border security when they just went to the Supreme Court and, uh, and, and put forward a proposal that's anti-border security. Can you answer that one for me, Mike? Can you help Senator Rubio out?
4: What's so confusing about this to me, Steve, is, look, we've had these immigration laws on the books for a long time, and President Trump was able to get our border secured and to, to, to reverse the flow of illegal economic migrants, these unvetted and unvettable migrants from third world Marxist hellholes who can bring grave danger to the United States, along with fentanyl that's poisoning and killing Americans, Trump was able to get it done under existing law. So why the hell do we need to change laws to secure the border? We don't. And the Republicans in the Senate need to stop playing this game. They need to stop playing this globalist game where we're going to let in tens of millions of people over the course of decades and then give them amnesty and give them citizenship and change who we are as Americans. Hell no.
1: I don't want to bring up uh, an unpleasant topic, but but you've always been someone who calls balls and strikes uh, the way you see it. And, and, and you don't, you know, um, fudge it for the Trump MAGA forces or, or you call them as you see them. Um, and you were the first one to bring up. The situation during Dobbs when the thing got leaked, and you know the court very well, uh, so you were able to break it down for us. Then all the protests at the home and, you know, the assassination attempt on Kavanaugh and the lack of the U.S. marshals and even the court marshals, no protection as kind of intimidation and, and the DOJ allowing that. Do you think that that has rattled any of the ju- – because this – and correct me if I'm wrong. This kind of came out of right field. I don't think anybody had thought – that any of the Trump appointees or any of the conservative uh, justices would ever support this against the state, particularly on something this dire. Um, do you think some of the justices are rattled?
4: Yeah, I do. And I think that uh, Justice Amy Coney Barrett, who has young kids, I think may be rattled by the protest outside of her home. But that's no excuse. Like, her job is to follow the Constitution. And it is no excuse that you're getting uh, rattled in your home. And what needs to happen is the Trump 47... Justice Department needs to indict these people, right, for these illegal protests, these intimidation campaigns outside of these Supreme Court justices' homes. You do not have a First Amendment right to protest outside of anyone's home, right? That you, There are time, place, and manner restrictions on your First Amendment rights, and you do not have a First Amendment right to protest outside of someone else's home, period. It is against federal law. It is obstruction of justice to protest outside of a Supreme Court justice's home, any federal judge's home, especially while cases are pending. That is obstruction of justice. And the Democrats did this because they thought it would have their intended effect on Dobbs. But it, it, you know, it, it did in the sense that it's rattled these justices and they're worried that they're going to be threatened and intimidated outside of their homes again. And guess what? In the Trump 47 Justice Department, there needs to be consequences for this. So this never happens again.
1: Um, can you hang on for one second? There's more I want to get into on on um, Jack Smith, on Fannie Willis, on all of it. Just hang on for one second, Mike. I've got the two billets here, Uh, you know, the uh, Attorney General White House counsel with uh, Jeff Clark and Mike Davis. They'll figure out uh, who's who uh, after after we win in November. I want to go to Jeff Clark by phone over at Russ Votes Group. Uh, Jeff, make this make sense to me on this on this decision by the Supreme Court, five to four with Amy Coney Barrett and Roberts coming in with the uh, the globalist. What's going on?
5: Well, Steve, uh, thanks for having me. I I think that that the majority is fundamentally misconceiving the case. They're concerned about this uh, principle of federal law called preemption, that federal statutes uh, block out state laws that are contrary to those federal statutes. So the way they see this, there are immigration authority statutes that say that they can inspect uh, areas within 25 miles of the border. They can go onto property. They can arrest people, right? Like that's really what they're doing. Um, they're not, they're not doing that. They're not really enforcing federal law, but the, but the fiction is that they are enforcing federal law And the razor wire uh, at the border that Texas put up is interfering with that federal function. And it's no different than one of the oldest cases from the Supreme Court. That's probably one that, you know, most uh, students or at least most students in your day and my day would have studied even in high school, which is the idea that uh, the power to tax is the power to destroy. Right. So Maryland couldn't tax. Uh, the uh, National Bank uh, that interfered with federal purposes. So on the same logic, they're saying that the federal immigration laws are being interfered with by Texas. The problem with that, and that's why I say that this is being uh, ill-conceived by the majority and and unfortunately by Amy Coney Barrett, is that the state of Texas has a right to resist invasion and a right to repel invasion, and the federal government has a duty to stop those invasions, we're facing a border invasion that is a constitutional power that the states have, that is superior to federal uh, immigration law. So it's it shouldn't be a situation where federal immigration law is preempting state law, trying to uh, you know uh, protect uh, us and protect that the members of you know the residents of that state from invasion. It should be a situation where. Texas has a superior constitutional power, and these immigration laws are being interpreted in a way—I don't think they're really written to say this, but they're being interpreted in a way to essentially override a key constitutional provision, a power that Texas, Arizona, you know, and other border states have. And it is the ultimate in irony— to pretend as if the Biden administration is trying to enforce the the uh, the border protections. And that's why they have to be able to take down Texas's border protections. It's really uh it's like a 1984 world. It's it's backwards. And hopefully when it's fully briefed, uh, Amy Coney Barrett will come to see that the Fifth Circuit was right and that uh, the federal government shouldn't be able to take this razor wire down. But at the moment, the status quo is that the razor wire uh, injunction has been lifted.
1: So uh, so when you say fully brief, what, can you just walk us through what you believe the process is now?
5: So— you know, look. This is a a case that uh, some would refer to, right, as in the in the shadow docket, because it's a fight about, uh, you know, whether a preliminary injunction stays in place or not. Um, so it's an order by Texas, you know, has a narrow exception that, you know, the federal border agents could get through the razor wire if they're trying to, like, save someone's life who's in imminent danger. But otherwise, they basically should respect the the border wire because it's Texas protecting itself and it's Texas property. Um, so, you know, eventually the, the case will go on the merits. They'll be briefing about that and we'll see whether this preliminary determination holds up as a final judgment at the end of the day.
1: Um. And when do you think that will take place? What's your, what's your, about the timing of all this? Uh,
5: well, I mean, I hope within the next few months, I know that you have uh, Mike on, I was not able to, uh, you know, to pull down the, the full docket. I was just able to look at the, uh, the brief that um, Elizabeth Prelegard, the Solicitor General filed. Um, and so, you know, I think they'll probably treat this as urgent, but I, but I don't have a time estimate for you as I sit here.
1: Uh, Jeff, thank you so much. I know you had to jump away for today from things you're doing. I look forward to get you back on maybe tomorrow or the next day, drill down. this kind of a shocker to everybody. Uh, Jeff Clark, how do people get you on social media to follow your analysis of this and many other things you're working on?
5: Sure. So I'm at Jeff Clark US on, uh, Getter and X and at Real Jeff Clark on Truth Social and The Center. Uh, where we have two papers up about the border invasion and the constitutional provisions that uh, are involved in that, is americarenewing.com, dot com. Steve.
1: Okay, thank you so much. Great work, uh, Russ. Vote the entire team over there. Uh, Mike Davis, I, I would like to hold you for a few minutes on the other side. We got Fanny Willis to talk about. I got some questions on Jack Smith. Uh, also, I want you to give a quick tutorial when we return on the shadow docket. Th- that had always been something that the left had said the the right was using unfairly to get cases they wanted into the Supreme Court that wouldn't actually go. So I want to spend a minute on that when we get back. I uh, want to make sure we've got a lot going on. Um, our own Moms for Liber- or Liberty, Tiffany Justice, is going to be here after her classic beatdown of Joy Ann Reed on, uh, on I guess it was Friday. On Friday, it was a classic lead story in the Daily Mail, also a lot going on about the border, a lot going on about this new amnesty bill coming through. Uh, tons of uh, uh, We're getting tons of scoops on that. We're going to have Rosemary Jinx and her team, or ro- part of Rosemary Jinx team, on here to discuss all that. We've got a lot going on. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Axios today finally cried uncle, talked about the crisis of, wait for it, too much debt, too big a deficits, too much money printing, too much interest on the debt. They're starting to realize they're the corporatist tip sheet in town, and they realize we've got a crisis of monumental proportion. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now and find out why. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store, the dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A+ rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989890 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at nine eight nine eight nine eight, action, action, action. Here is your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So, so, Mike, they had this big controversy about the shadow docket. Get get our audience up to speed. The shadow docket—why they kept uh, whining for years It was a right-wing uh, way to get around certain things to the court.
4: About the shadow docket until President Trump transformed the five to four left of center court to the five to four Clarence Thomas court. And then the the Supreme Court started issuing orders lifting bogus injunctions by liberal judges that were placed on the Trump administration, particularly when it came to immigration or whatever the hot button issue was. You had these lower court left-wing judges blocking the, the Trump administration from doing what he was allowed to do under the Constitution. <clears throat> so the Trump administration would seek an emergency order from the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court would grant it. <clears throat> so the Democrats called this the emergency docket, the shadow docket, to try to give it a bad name. So when so when <clears throat> Trump tried to go back to the docket, you could scare off some of the weaker Supreme Court justices like Justice Amy Coney Barrett, and it actually worked. And so then, here we are with Biden. Biden has these conservative <clears throat> judges on the Fifth Circuit saying that Texas can protect its state park from an invasion Ah, uh, from Mexico, and the Biden administration went to the Supreme Court on the emergency docket on the shadow Docket. And for some reason, Justice Amy Coney Barrett changed her tune. She likes the shadow Docket all of a sudden. And she went along with the Democrats on the Supreme Court and the Chief Justice, and they granted a uh, shadow docket relief, emergency relief, which is truly a head scratcher because, as Jeff Clark said, uh, there, there's not, there's not a preemption issue here. And even if there is a preemption issue between rebellion, uh, 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 an invasion, repelling an invasion that Texas is doing versus the, the federal government enforcing immigration laws, it seems like if there's field preemption here, the Biden administration, the federal government has abandoned the field of enforcing our immigration laws because not only is the Biden administration not enforcing our immigration laws, They are running to the Supreme Court to cut open razor wire so they can flood our country with illegal economic migrants, unvetted terrorists and fentanyl.
1: Uh, Congressman Clay Higgins from uh, Louisiana just uh, sent out a tweet. It said it it proposed he said, first off, media. And this is a question to Higgins. Congressman Higgins, the Supreme Court just ruled in favor of the Biden administration over the state of Texas, saying that the federal government can remove physical barriers at the border put in place by Texas. What are your thoughts? Congressman Higgins replied, my thoughts are that the feds are staging a civil war in Texas should stand Their ground pretty heated words, but this one's going to get a lot of controversy. Uh, Mike, one last thing just in going through where this thing is in the process. Is this eventually it's I guess it's that it appeals. Will it make its way to the Supreme Court? We have some sort of ruling on this by June.
4: Uh, That's a very good question. It seems like the Supreme Court just ruled on the shadow docket without the benefit of briefing, without the benefit of oral arguments. And I think that you just got five justices to, to rule by by order on the shadow docket with no explanation whatsoever. So th- this may not get resolved by the Supreme court uh, on the merits. It may just have gotten resolved through the shadow docket.
1: Wow. Unbelievable. Okay. More on that later, Mike, uh bad day in river city for um, our guess in railroad city for uh Fannie Willis. Am I correct in, in, in uh, saying that?
4: Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a very bad day down in Georgia, Fulton County, Georgia, for Fannie Willis, because the judge and Fannie Willis's alleged boyfriend slash special prosecutor's case said that she's going to have to turn over evidence, including her testimony and the divorce proceedings. And here's the bigger problem, as uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene outlined in her criminal referral to Georgia Governor uh, uh, Kemp and Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr, uh, Fannie Willis may have violated several Georgia criminal statutes by her illegally hiring her boyfriend, her secret boyfriend, allegedly, and then paying him nearly $700,000 in Fulton County funds, including from COVID funds, to prosecute President Trump and 18 co-defendants. And I don't know how Fannie Willis can stay on this case Uh, She she's a A, she should probably go to prison if she if she came into this illegal kickback scheme with her boyfriend where she's taken these lavish trips around the world. They have the credit card statements where this boyfriend alleged boyfriend paid for her for for her airline tickets with her name on the credit card statements. So she can't. It's going to be very interesting how she tries to run away from that. I don't think going into any church on Sunday is going to save her from her credit card statements uh, that, that that are very clear. But bigger, the bigger issue is that shows that Fannie Willis hired this special prosecutor, and she has a financial interest in this prosecution against President Trump and 18 co-defendants. And her financial interest is paying her boyfriend allegedly $700,000 and taking these kickbacks. And so, if this is true, which it appears to be true, she's going to have to get kicked on this, kicked off this case. This case is going to probably have to get dismissed because it was tarnished, structurally tarnished from day one. We have this boyfriend illegally hiring her boyfriend. They have a financial interest in this case. And then they're paying, she's paying her boyfriend to collude with the Biden White House, including with the Biden White House counsel before Fannie Willis brought these bogus RICO charges by her unqualified boyfriend against President Trump and 18 co-defendants. The bottom line is, is that That Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, and Chris Carr, the attorney general, need to do their damn jobs and order a criminal probe here. And you can go to A3Paction.com, A3Paction.com, and uh, call Brian Kemp's office, call Chris Carr's office, light them up, and make them order a criminal probe here. They can't run and hide from this. I know they're cowards, but they can't run and hide from this one.
1: Give me that again. This is your new action page over at Article Three. Where where do people go? What do they look? Download. You've got letters, emails, all that laid out from phone numbers. Uh, Tell me where they go again.
4: You can go to Article Three Project.org and go to the action link or go to A3PAction.com. Click on that link. Find that there are three action items on there. Go to the one with Fannie Willis. It will help. It will explain the background. It will allow you to click a button and do patch-through calls to both Governor Brian Kemp's office, on the one on the left, and and then you can also do patch-through calls to Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr's office. It will help you. If you want to do emails, you can light them up on social media. We need conservatives to put pressure on these two cowards in Georgia, Brian Kemp and Chris Carr, and have them do their damn jobs under uh, Georgia statute and open a criminal probe on Fannie Willis and her secret alleged boyfriend. Uh, Congresswoman Ma- Marjorie Taylor Greene is the one who did this criminal referral and Kemp and Carr can't hide from this one.
1: Um, by the way, Mike, you have from day one when they went down to mar lago you said they're going to come in with everything and it's all going to collapse at the end. Mike Davis, what's your social media? How do they follow you you get a little heated. You're good on getter. You're putting out good stuff. It's Twitter, every now and again, you'll go a little crazy, but that's great. That's Mike Davis. Where do people go?
4: Yeah, Irish Fighting. It's at M R D D M I A. M R D D M I A. And then also at Article Three Project uh, Article Three Project on Getter Twitter Truth. And thank you, Steve.
1: Thank you, brother. Thanks for taking the time away. You see Mike Davis everywhere now, you know, because he's the smartest guy around, tough and a fighter. Let's go. We got Tiffany Justice. I, I'm going to break this down into two pieces. Let's play the first part right now. May take us to break. We'll be with Tiffany right after. You got to see this. Let's hit it.
0: Great to meet you. So let me. I want to play a, a, a clip, and this is an interview that you gave to Steve Bannon's War Room in 2022, March of 2022. Take a listen. Sure
1: walk us through exactly what you're trying to accomplish and 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 this definition it's a new concept i want to make sure we have the nomenclature what are parental rights
6: parental rights are, are rights that every parent has and the government does not give them to you and they cannot take them away uh every parent has the fundamental right to direct the upbringing of their children their medical care that includes mental health by the way their education and their values education their morals their religious and character training all of these things lie uh within and the responsibility of the parent
0: now i want to just make sure do you still stand by those statements oh absolutely okay so then i guess the question becomes which parents right do african-american parents. parents have have parental rights yeah, it's a god-given right to direct the upbringing of your children do um L- the lgbtq parents and parents of lgbtq kids so they have parental rights
6: Every parent, Joy, them every parent means every parent has the fundamental right to direct the upbringing of their children. And liberal parents? Do uh, liberal parents have those rights
0: as well? All parents. Uh,
2: one is that there was some talk about George M. Johnson who, who wrote uh, I will note all that Boys Ms. justice
0: was, did not know his name. She knew yes. all sorts yes, of things she knew, about she,
2: she liked to say the word Deldo del- del- and said that a lot. Um, but th- the fact is, George M. Johnson, uh, this is a book about George M. Johnson. Some of these books are, are autobiographical, some of them are not. Some of the key books that have been band, Laurie Halls, Anderson's Speak. Um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yes. Stephen Jabosky. My kids, them. they have similar themes in them. Some of them are sexual, some of them are not, but they are experiential. They're real books mm-hmm. and kids see themselves in these books, number one, and that does save lives. Yeah. So when your guest says when a child has been raped, we should do a lot better than a book. Sometimes the book is the lifesaver, number one. Number two, how about all those kids who haven't been raped? How about those of us who don't grow up with these experiences in black households, in poor households? in Hispanic households in 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 in, in gay relationships the, these are the way in which we tell people stories right you learn other people's stories we started the book club because of 1619 project mm-hmm. because People just objected to this idea that this new date that had been introduced by Nicole Hannah-Jones somehow obscured or or blanked out what they thought their history was. To most thinking humans, it's just another data point. So this idea that these books are just pushed back because people don't want this idea of learning other people's stories to be out there. It's just, it's disingenuous to call it all about sex. Kids know all about sex. Kids have always known all about sex. In fact, if there's anything to do, it's do a better job ensuring that kids get proper sex education That's because right. the, the correlation is is direct if kids get proper sex education they have safer sex lives they 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 don't get pregnant as early yeah things like that happen so i i think this was uh, i I'm, I'm grateful you had the conversation yeah but the folks who are banning
1: books are misguided we we when no more. Let's take down the traditional corporate media is crumbling why because they're hiding something something big People are realizing that they're being lied to left and right, even by institutions they thought they could trust. But you, you've known the truth all along. You also know that time to prepare for what's coming is right now. Don't delay, no hesitancy, but right now. Get started by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. There you'll save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for emergencies. Yours should be next. Sealed inside, ultra durable packaging, their delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories a day. Eat right when things go wrong with these three month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. With $200 in savings, you can get enough for each family member. They deserve your protection. Today, you go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Do it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. 13 people get to decide what books
0: tens of thousands of children get to read.
6: Well, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably because those 13 people saw what some of the content was in the books. I mean, explicit Graphic sexual content and I'm happy to talk about some of that content if you if you'd like to well This is the question again the books that are being banned. I
0: want to give you just no some, books hold are on, being banned. Hold on a
6: second. Well, no, Joy, Layout. but I want to be clear. No uh-huh. one's banning books. Write the book. Print the book. Publish the book. Put the book in the public library. Sell the book. Right. Uh, we're talking about a public school library. Children mm-hmm. don't have unfettered access to the internet at school. Mm-hmm. I did a, a FOIA records request, and, and and I wanted to see what kinds of internet sites are banned mm-hmm. in schools. If we're going to talk about banning, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the subject matter in the books that. My are concerned about are the same things that kids don't have access to on the internet. So it, it just feels very hypocritical, right? No, Why is no one out there protesting for, you know, free the internet in schools? <laughs>
0: let me let me give you counties like Broward, counties like Clay, counties like Escambia. Moms for Liberty activists are using booklooks.com. And it's essentially a cliff notes for books. Yeah. So you go through without even having to read the book. I'm going to just hold it up so our audience can see what it looks like. This is the one for all boys aren't blue, which is one of the books Moms for Liberty has. Everyone should her, go
6: and see the so, content. In this book, that's such a good and idea. And so, what Joy.
0: happens is you can do keyword searches and find certain keywords like rape. You can find keywords, yeah. sure. or anal you, rape, or you can, dildo. You can find those, all sorts those types of keywords. Of words. But like, wait, so hold on, the, wait, 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 let me finish my question. Okay. Then right, you can answer. Sure. I'm going to give you time to answer, but okay. i got to ask you first. Oh, no, yeah, I got the um, And so, what you find is the keywords that you find, the uh-huh. N word, anything, words like you just used, you'll get out of context passages from the book, and then based on that, Moms for Liberty members are going to places like Broward County mm-hmm. School Board meetings, reading out of past out of context passages from these books and then demanding that the school board remove them. So what's that the is the way yeah. the, the question I'm asking is, what is the expertise that you have and other Moms for Liberty advocates have? To decide that a book, an award-winning book like All Boys Aren't Blue isn't appropriate for students to read. What, what is a, your expertise? What a
6: tragic story of a young man who's annually raped by his adult family member. So mm-hmm. you have incest, rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm gonna answer Please, for soon. you. Um, in what context is a strap-on-dildo acceptable for public school? Just let, I mean that's my question mm-hmm. to you. Tell me what the context around the strap-on dildo, or the rape of a minor child by a teacher. Hold on a second. We're talking about public school. One one moment. Do You know, implementing
0: policy, as much as I am that they're not adequately prepared or the and right that they're ideological. It. I think the issue I have because, is that they're, they're yeah. firmly ideological. And because because then, it's about what they want you to read. And exactly. I think you guys talked Control. about it. Control. It wasn't just about sex. It's about, do you want to learn history? Do you right. want to use African-American right. American right. history? Right. Do you All want to learn things. about the Holocaust? They don't want certain things in their kids' lives. They and don't in any, want it lives. In any. <laughs> But right. they don't want it to enter. Yeah. And... The point is, is that it's supposed to be there. You want to try and shelter your kid all you want. Opt out or homeschool. Yes. But do not do this. Well, you can also okay.
2: just choose to not have your kid take the book out. The, right. Librarians yeah, tell me this all the time. That. Most librarians have master's degrees, first yes, of all. They're very sophisticated right. at, at, at this. And and librarians themselves had said have said to me about this, please don't give me this power. Do not give. I am yeah. the state for all intents and yes. purposes. Your school library and your public right. library is the state. And the school is the state. Do not give the state the power. For it. Let's just be, take a very ideologically conservative view of this thing, which yeah. most of these book banners are. The state doesn't get to decide what your child reads. You get to decide That's what right. your child reads. So That's when right. you ban books, you have given the state the right to decide what your child reads. That's and, dangerous.
0: And also-
1: they, they did not have one argument. If you want your child to read it, then buy them the book. shouldn't be in school library. shouldn't be in a public library. Tiffany Justice, uh, you were amazing. Walk me through the entire thing, ma'am.
6: Hi, Steve, Uh, thanks for having me on. So I said that I wanted to debate Randy Weingarten, the head of the American Federation of Teachers. And so I put out a, a call to Randy and I said, "Uh, will you debate me? And I said, I'll even do it on your home turf of MSNBC. And so we then had MSNBC reach out to us and say, well, we'll moderate the debate if Randy's willing to do it. And Joy was willing to actually uh, have the debate on her show. And I was excited about that. And we were doing a big town hall in New York City on Thursday night that I'd love to tell you about where we discussed the state of the city, which is abysmal as when it comes to kids and reading. Um, but I went on Joy's show anyway, uh, to have an honest conversation about the books. And, you know, she had asked me to come on a couple times before, but she wanted to tape and I wanted to go on live.
1: Why, why wasn't anybody there? Why did it have to be the host and the panel? Why did they have to debate you? Why won't anybody associated with the teachers union come on and actually, or even the library association and debate you, take you on?
6: Says the, the arguments are indefensible some of the arguments that Joy made. At one point during the interview, she says that what about the children that will be seen by this book? And uh, I told her that uh, if there was a child that was feeling seen by this book, that means that they have been a victim of a predator. In fact, if a child has been traumatized in some way, there are many people um, who say that it's re-traumatizing for the child to read about that type of experience. And so this idea that we're going to put a book in a library that a child that has suffered sexual trauma is going to happen upon, and it's somehow going to save their life is a baloney argument. We all know that. And if there, we have such instances of children being raped by adults, my goodness, we are having the wrong conversation in America. We shouldn't be talking about books. We should be talking about these sick adults who are preying on children.
1: The Daily Mail, which is one of the most sophisticated sites, the largest in the world, uh, and one of the biggest newspapers, off the biggest newspaper, and and someone, because they cover Hollywood so much, it's tough to shock them. They were shocked. They made this the lead story this afternoon, which is tells you it's one of the most important stories in the world. And they were absolutely you could tell the way it was written, the headline, the subheadline. They were shocked. They were shocked at Joanne Reed's defense. What say you, ma'am?
6: You know, she asked me what expertise we have to be able to judge whether or not this book is appropriate. And I said, I don't have to be an expert to know that dildos don't belong in public school. I mean, this is the most common sense argument ever. Um, I'm not surprised that so many people are like, yeah, of course, because this is just crazy. But it's so important that we are having these conversations because I don't think a lot of people in the United States know that there are people like Joy Reid who are thinking about these issues in this way, or Ali Velshi saying, oh, kids know all about sex. Well, should we sell marijuana in school too because kids have access to marijuana outside of school? I mean it's just ridiculous. This this also, this intersectionality, Steve, this thing that they're doing about black families or Hispanic families and then uh, kids who are experienced sexual trauma and lumping them in together is the most offensive and insulting thing I have ever heard to minority families. Um, and and I think America sees that too. Joy Pullman did an article in the Federalist where she really rips that argument apart and You know, what I tried to bring Joy back to was the most important point, why I was there in New York City to begin with, because our education system is failing. Americans need to understand that less than a third of kids in the United States of America are reading on grade level. In New York City, only a quarter of kids are reading on grade level in fourth grade. Only 11% of Black students are reading on grade level in fourth grade. We spend $40,000 a year in New York City public schools, 25 kids in a class, it's a million dollars. And what is happening? Why aren't these kids learning how to read? And so that was, you know, the ultimate goal of why I would go on Joy Reid's show is to, you know, blast the book banning myth. It's such nonsense. But then to also bring attention to the conversation that we should all be having together in America about the fact that our children deserve a bright future and being literate is a big part of that.
1: Just for give us a minute, so our audience gets to the nomenclature intersectionality. What does that mean, and and what does the left try to do with it?
6: They just try to lump everybody together, so that it's just this oppressor or oppressed class, and and so you know it's all black people, Hispanic people, minorities, LGBTQ, and they just try to throw everybody together. But that's so offensive. We're talking about a child who has been the pre- who has been the victim of uh, a sexual assault by a family member. As I said, incest, pedophilia, rape. This book was found in an elementary school library. That is craziness in Pennsylvania. And so, you know, what the argument... uh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No, go, go, go ahead, continue. I'm sorry.
6: Yeah, no, so it's just this way of trying to lump people identity, lump people together into identity groups, into this idea of groupthink, and we know this is baloney. Um, Gays Against Groomers, Jamie Michelle, this is a group of gay people across America that are saying, stop sexualizing kids and stop doing it under the auspices of the pride flag. Stop pretending like this is something that gay people want. The problem with woke and with queer theory in general is there is no limiting principle, and so they can't come out against anything because the whole point is the fact that there is no end to this. And that's what's so incredibly concerning uh, about what we're seeing happening in the schools with the drag queen story hour and all of these things. Um, there's a, an effort to destabilize the child. Um, and then on top of that, the children are not being given practicable skills to read, write and do math. And so it's just this perfect storm of creating little citizens that are, that think they're global citizens that hate America and that also can't read or write or support themselves. So they'll have to be reliant on the government. And, uh, you know, I, I've said before on your show, it's the building of the Red Guard in America. Uh, the sexualization plays into that, uh, destabilization, and parents have had enough, um, just absolutely enough of it. And so this idea of 13 people making decisions, the decisions about these books are being made at the local school board level, and that's exactly what should be happening. And so more conversations about what books should be in libraries, more conversations about you know, how many kids are reading in this district, what are we, how are we teaching reading, and how can we improve together is, is what needs to happen.
1: You know, we liked uh, Governor DeSantis quite, a, quite, <laughs> quite a bit as governor. We weren't, we weren't enthusiastic about his presidential run, but th- th- you can tell the left's doing something right now. The, all the articles are blaming DeSantis' failed ca- campaign. That he just focused on woke. He just focused on the cultural issues, and a bunch of articles have come out in the last couple hours saying, you know. Uh, Desantis's campaign failed because that's what it was all about, which is not true, obviously. And they said Moms of Liberty is also losing momentum, and they're losing school boards. They're making the case that this fight for these cultural issues, the fight for these social issues, the fight for the uh, American family, the nuclear family, and our children, is losing momentum. What say you, ma'am? It's
6: it's not. A, we don't have a choice. I mean, we're in the middle of a cultural revolution in this country, and one of the battlegrounds is our school system. And so we have to go and fight there, because they want our kids, and if they grab the kids, then they have the next generation. If they have the next generation, it doesn't matter what we do at the border. Because our own kids are turned against us in this country. And so, you know, this idea of there being a culture war, there's a, a revolution has been foisted upon us. We need to fight where the battles are. One is in the court system. One is in the schools. Um, and that's what Moms for Liberty is doing. So we're building a grassroots army of moms, dads, concerned community members that are coming together. They're getting educated on these issues that are learning to how to have conversations and how to be effective advocates together to fight back against this nonsense. Because... of America is with us. 90% of America does not want the sexualization of our children in schools. They do not believe that dildos belong in schools or discussions about sex. Um, and, And to Velshi's point about sex education, nobody is fighting against having conversations about reproductive biology. I just don't think my kids need to learn about how to use sex toys in school, right?
1: Um, Tiffany, where do people go to get updated on moms for Liberty and what is your social media where, and where can they find the entire interview?
6: Yeah. I first want to say thank you to Joy Reed, just to be clear, Steve, because it was good. She had me on. Right. And I tried to be, you know, uh, Big nice touch have a good conversation with her. So thank you to Joy Reed for having me on. You can go to momsforliberty.org and uh, check out if we have a a chapter in your county. If we don't, click to start one, please. Um, We are doing a great job. Our moms and dads are are such amazing patriots and you know, join us in this fight for the future of our country. You don't have to just have a kid in school to want to fight for the future of kids in America. Um, And uh, you can follow us on social media. The full clip is uh, posted on our Twitter page. It's up on Bowl, It's up on YouTube. So check out Moms for Liberty. And as always, Steve, thank you for... you know, standing behind Moms for Liberty for a long time. When she played that clip, I just have to tell you, when she played that clip of us at the beginning of it and she set it up, I was like, ooh, which one is she going to play? And then she played that clip, and, man, I was like, this is gold. Yeah, back from, from the home.
1: beginning. Great. Yeah. And I agree with you 100%. It was great Joy-Anne had you on. Thank you very much. Moms for Liberty fights on, fights every day. Short break for War Room. will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J A S E medical.com and enter code bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E medical.com. You know what the problem is cuz you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. If, if you go to Getter, and I'd ask uh, Grace uh, Chong and uh, Captain Bannon to pull this and put it into the chat room so you can push it out. Uh, and if Denver, I think uh, we've pulled it early. Axios, remember, they're the corporatist tip sheet here in the nation's capital. For the inside baseball of inside baseball, they finally – and they've done a lot of stories on debt and the deficits. Um, But they're very pro-regime. They've got an article out, debt as share of GDP for select economies, talking about China, Japan, and the United States. Uh, And they've now hit the panic, panic button about the runaway debt, the deficits. And here's the reason they're starting to hit the panic button. There is no, and something like this in the areas of finances, I already know, you have to really think things through and kind of plan years down the road. There is absolutely no plan here. We're in total free fall on this. This is what Johnson, these guys, and I, you know, I just found that they're, they're gone for 10 days. They're not back till the 29th. I'm not making this up, folks. They're gone. No, they just got back from three weeks of Christmas. They took MLK weekend, they took another snow day. They came back and they're gone. Gone. This March thing's going to come up on us. There's no plan. There's no, there's no sense of urgency here. That's why I go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Enter the dollar empire, the third free installment. They're all free. Third free installment, the debt trap. We're redoing that with current numbers. You get it now. You'll get the update. New cover, new all of it, all free. You'll, end, you'll, uh, you'll understand what this debt trap is. It's going to hit us like a freight train. And those who advocate solutions now will be looked towards as the leaders when that happens. Because these other people are just going to melt down. Absolute disgrace. You know, we're helping build the alternative economy with countries, uh, companies that don't hate you or your values. Just look at that whole debate with Joy and Reid. And make sure you read the Daily Mail story. The Daily Mail went off on her, went off on MSNBC. We went nuts about what their defense of, of this situation. That's why we're very proud to have Glenn Story and the team over at Patriot Mobile as a sponsor. Go to patriotmobile.com right now. Find out about their mobile system, which lays on top of the existing carriers. Percentage of everything they make, they give to charity. They give to NGOs. They give to back up things like the Second Amendment first responders, things you believe in. So stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate your values, hate your family values. Support the good guys. Patriot Mobile being one of the most prominent Christian-owned companies in the country, and not just that, they live their Christianity. So go check it out today, patriotmobile.com. Mike Lindell. Bro, Mike, you were actually, uh, before I met you on the election integrity would you kind of came on into after president Trump had left off I mean beforehand a little bit but you came like a house on fire you were actually very involved in the situation about kids and what they were being taught in schools
3: yeah you know I seem to get involved in everything I'm concerned out there and this was we did a movie I completely financed called whose children are they you guys can check that out online whose children are they Steve the stuff we've seen in the schools we had you know, different, um, so much footage that you'll see, watch this film and you're just gonna be blown away and so upset with what's going on. And this was two, three years ago. And uh, um, it doesn't, um, it you know, if that was my big fight, I was gonna go after the teachers union until this, all this election stuff came along because where does all this, once again, there's another thing that manifests from our stolen elections and stuff. Everything, everybody, we have to secure our election platforms, or everything is gone. We lose the American dream. We lose everything. Common sense out the window. We have to have elections instead of selections. But Steve, it was a, it was a battle back then, even making the movie. And and uh, um, you know, I hear these things. I'm going, wow, they, it seems like a lifetime ago. The movie came out in 20 beginning of 2022. But it uh, is just. Uh, wow. When I was wow. watching this on, I was watching this film as we were making it, and I'm going, "You got to be kidding! This is going on in our schools? Exactly. It's it's just disgusting."
1: Exactly, it's amazing. Has uh, has um, the, the CEO of Fox uh, News uh, has she had you over for a cup of coffee? Talk about how they're going to put you up nonstop between <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now and the voting tomorrow in New Hampshire. Is that is that happening?
3: No, I haven't heard from them yet. So we're uh, we're doing uh, we uh, they're lo- they're lost to Fox and the viewers over there as you guys as gains. So we've uh, the War Room Posse. Every special, every product that comes along, we're passing it on to you with no middleman. And we've got the flannel sheets. We got new th- some new uh, colors, I guess, that came in the other day. And we've uh, we've got them up on sale twenty as low as twenty nine ninety eight still for the War Room Posse. Uh, we have a. Uh, 100 percent. Your order, no matter what, your order ships for free. The ship free shipping on your entire order with that promo code War Room. And everyone at the War Room, Steve, since you started talking about the flannel sheets, um, they just that's their biggest selling product with the War Room posse. Is uh, uh, this what a great, what a great enhancing your sleep and staying warm in this uh crazy
1: cold weather we're having across the country. We're in is built to work. We're, we don't need silk sheets or satin sheets, right? That's for the elites. We're, 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 we got a lot of work to save this country. Want those flannel sheets. Uh, also, the number is yep. 800-873-1062. Uh, remember, Mike Lindell ain't going to back down. Uh, and right now, you see a lot of people are getting confident. We can't get overconfident. Yes, there's some great numbers. Morning console just came out. Trump has, I think, a five-point lead over Biden. Their poll has never had Trump having a lead and particularly never had a lead this big. Uh, so they're all in shock. But that we have to close the deal. We Remember, we won in 2020 with 74 million votes. It was stolen. we got to close it this time. That's why election integrity is so important. And that's yeah. why they're ke- keeping Mike Lindell off the air for that simple reason. They don't want him on so that his image reminds people of the stolen election. My patriot. Doc, um, uh, MyPillow.com promo code Warrens to get all the specials that the Fox people can't get because guess what, Mike's not trying to cut him out, but they, they canceled him. He's not on. Right. So right. if they can't see it through the commercials, you can get it. Mike, thank you so much for doing this for the posse, and particularly they love the products, they love the free shipping, they love everything you've done uh, to accommodate our audience. Given the fact that Fox has cut you off, brother, Mike Lindell. They're trying to to crush Trump and they're trying to crush Lindell. They're trying to crush Rudy Giuliani. You think that's all random? Were these guys not heroes before they stood up to America? Was Trump not beloved by all of Manhattan and the TV industry and all the fighters and the boxers and entertainers all come there? He was revered by those people. Rudy was revered from 9-11. Revered. Mike Lindell was the pillow guy, right? They want to either put him in jail, bankrupt him. Why is that? You ever ask you, why is that? Why are they going for these guys? What have they done besides stand up for their country as patriots? What? What have they done? Some of the greatest patriots in this country. Short commercial break, the second hour is next. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, Eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take, take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. Early to take care of your heart.